0: We are three best friends living on three corners of the country, wifing, momming, boss babing, and honestly, just trying to keep
1: our shit together.
0: Anyway, I'm Allie. I'm Alicia. I'm Alisa. And this is A3 Life, our fun, funny, and informative lifestyle podcast, where we will be speaking on how to be fearless, authentic, and relentless in all areas of life. Enjoy the show.
2: On this week's episode of A3 Life, we talk a little bit about balance and working from home. For those people who have maybe Quit their real job or quit going to school to pursue your network marketing career full-time. We have a few tips that we've learned along the way that we want to share with you, but it's also an intro into our next mini-series that we're super excited about. We're gonna have other women on each week. We're gonna feature a new guest sharing their experience from going from a real job, quote unquote, to working and pursuing their full-time career as a network marketer. So I'm super excited for this upcoming series. We're gonna to get to here a lot of stories, different people, different situations, and kind of where they're at now and kind of what their day-to-day life looks like versus what it used to look like with a quote-unquote real job. So we're super excited for this upcoming series. So we're going to dive in today, talk a little bit about our personal tips and suggestions from working from home. So I think the most important part here is, and I think that we should be real and transparent about is like, there's absolutely not a perfect science to this from working from home, from having tips to bouncing it all. We are by no means experts. I think it's something that I know it's something I work on daily, weekly, monthly, like how can I improve this? How can I be better? So I think we should just be real and transparent with our listeners. Maybe some things that have worked, some things that haven't worked. Obviously, Allie and Alicia, you both have small kids. So your day looks a little bit different than mine does. Um, I think being real and raw and honest and like, okay, y'all, we're not promising you super success here. <laughs> we're not saying we have it all together, but there are some things that we have experienced that maybe have worked a little bit better versus not. So Ali, well, do you want to start? Because I, I think I, I hear
0: a lot of like trainers that have like exactly what you're saying, like exact sciences, like they have, I mean, I've heard some really out there stuff on like Super. I mean, like beyond th- the things that we hear often, the, the buzzwords that we hear often, which is like time blocking, time management. I mean, like I've heard some stuff out there, guys, that goes just off the cliff from those things. Where I'm like, damn. Like I'm, I feel bad for her, like husband, family, friends, and kids, because this chick has time blocked out for. Her everything. It's like, but I mean, you hear things like being intentional about your time. And we even have our, how did your work, your business in, in 90 minutes a day program and all of that stuff. So there, I think there's nothing wrong with trying to nail down some time stuff, but we are, we're just going to be very real with you guys. And we're not the greatest at that. Like we absolutely have to write everything down. We have to have a calendar. We have to have a schedule for like our actual lives. And then we just kind of fit everything else in between in those cracks and crevices. And I think that that is just more realistic for most people than saying at 6am I do this. And at 6.15 I'm doing this. And at 6.30, I'm doing this. And if that works for you, then take some of the stuff that we're going to talk about and that we talk about like in our 90 day, 90 minutes a day program and and fill it into those time slots for you. But that's just not really who the three of us are. So you're not going to hear that from us. You know?
1: Like, like, let's be honest. Like you can have, like, I have a DM, a DMO that's broken, you know, broken up into different time slots and blah, 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 blah. But I'll tell you what, it could be like eight o'clock, I'm doing this and this and at eight 15, one of my kids could start puking all over the damn place. And so like, there goes your thing. And I think that that's something, you know, like that people have to understand that I completely understand because it just happens, and. That you have to be realistic you have an agenda you should have a daily demo, kind of a target you're shooting for because otherwise you're all over the place but you also have to be real with yourself and forgiving yourself and understand that you are working from home your kid could be puking they could be fighting they're i mean the dog could be choking on something. There's, I mean, there's so many different issues and, and wrenches that could be thrown in your schedule that you have to be forgiving and allow yourself the time to, you know, to pivot where needed and to and to you know kind of take on a different um, <laughs> a different approach to a. You know, I mean, stuff happens. I have a whole house full of kids. Allie, you've got a whole ton full of kids. So, I mean, you might have like this whole thing planned out, but your kids can very well change that plan really quick, and you just have to learn how to move with it.
0: Yeah, it it gets a little insane, but I guess I guess what yeah, I would like I to think
2: I Oops. I wanted to point something out really quick. The ninety minute program that Allie was referring to, I think it's a great. It's in our Worth the Work group page. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great basis. Like it does tell you and give you tips and ideas of a DMO to work your business in 90 minutes a day. I think that's hugely impactful. You can split it up however you want. As long as you get that done, I think it's a great reference point and it's some great material that Ali put together. So I just highly recommend if you're not in our worth the work page, you hop in there simple, easy. I mean, it seems kind of elementary almost, but I feel like it's such a great guideline. Like I even shared it at last week's event with some of the people because you know when people are just like I don't know where to start I don't know what to do it's a great basis of starting and getting it done in 90 minutes whatever that 90 minutes looks like to you you know some people only some people can sit down for 90 minutes and like knock it all out great props to you and then there's some people that have to like kind of break it up a little bit because stuff gets in the way kids get in the way dogs get in the way appointments get in the way People get in the way, calls get in the way. You know, I think, you know, finding that balance for you. But I did just want to refer back to that um, material in that Worth the Work group page, Allie. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you.
0: No, you're fine. And that really kind of breaks down more of what I would give as advice, you know, that's already put together in there for you guys to make sure that you get in that group page. But I guess what I kind of want to, I do want to talk about is. Let's maybe, maybe easier to talk about like what not to do. Okay. So let me give you a little bit of background on why I'm going to tell you this. So I, before joining network marketing did several different things. Well, not several different things. I have ever, I ever ha- only ever had like two quote unquote real jobs in my life. And one was I waited tables till from the time I was like 15, 16 until I was 20, 21. And then I did non-emergency medical transportation, which means I took people to doctor's appointments. It's like a mouthful of, I just took people to doctor's appointments. That was my whole job. And so when I started my business, I drove around in a car all day long. It just depended on what my schedule looked like, how many doctor's appointments were on the schedule for the day. Like I could work anywhere from like two hours to like literally 14 hours a day uh, doing driving. And so I, when I quit my job in April of 2016 to do network marketing full time, I was so excited, as I think most people are, and I was so burnt out and so tired and so ready to just, you know, I had this inflated, like, I'm my own boss, screw you, like, fired my boss, like, I said, like, all of these things, and thought I was like so cool and I was so tired and I was so ready to just own my time that I I set myself back about 10,000 steps by spending the rest of the next the following month watching Netflix and eating Cheetos like all day long. Okay. Like literally all day long. So let's talk about what not to do. And being your own boss and owning your own time and get firing your boss and getting to work your business full time does not now mean you get to do nothing. In fact, it means that now you need to do more of your business because You need to not quit your job until you can fully understand and take into account that you no longer have that job income. You no longer have that buffer. So let's say, you know, I quit my job when my network marketing income matched my work income. So when I was making as much in my network marketing company as I made in my real job, I said, I'll walk away. But then I spent the next month sitting on the couch and eating Cheetos and so I did nothing. My business started to backslide and I didn't have that buffer of that other $2,000 or whatever it was that I was making in my other job. So my income cut down in half and then some by my actions. So that is going to be number one, first and foremost, I guess there's kind of two tips there. Be aware of when you can quit your job. Don't quit your job too soon and because you are cutting your income in half when you quit your job, at least if that's what you're basing them, if you're like, I'm replaced, once I replace, then you're basically cutting it in half. If you are way exceeding what you make in your real job, then this isn't maybe so much of an, but it's still income that you had counted on at one time. So be conscious of that, but like also understand that this just means not that you don't get to, you get to do nothing now. It means that you need to do more of your actual business.
1: Well, you know, and I heard somebody say one time, like one of my mentors had said, if you are going to quit your job based on your current work income for network marketing business, should be making your current work income. They said six months. Call it what you want, but they said six months. If your network marketing business is matching your work check for six months then that would be something to consider I and I, and, you know, to each their own, but I think the reasons why is probably, you know, one of the reasons like what you said, Allie is, you know, it's, it's hard to shift. I would think I've never worked, but I could imagine it would be hard to shift, a, you know, a, a standard, you know, corporate America type job. Um, where you know you have to clock in or you have somebody holding you accountable you have you know what i mean you have the stability of being paid a certain amount per hour versus network marketing you're being paid per effort of you and your team so you have to show up and you don't have anybody you know you are your own boss so you have to kick your own ass you have to show up you're responsible for that and if you're not a self starter and self motivator yes you can still do it but you're really, really going to have to work at it, you know, because it's one of those things. If you're not a self starter and a self motivator, you're almost going to have to go against your nature to make yourself show up. You know what I mean? So you're going to have to hold yourself very accountable because if you don't show up, you don't get paid. I mean, that is still the same. If you didn't show up at your, you know, corporate America job, you wouldn't get paid. If you don't show up at your network marketing job, you're not going to get paid you know, and I think, you know, really in the beginning, there's a lot of foundation work that you just don't get paid for. So you really have to show up, you got to show up, show up, you know, because when you're first starting a business, there's so many things that you have, you know, you have to build that really strong, heavy, sturdy foundation and it requires a lot of work. I mean, I remember how much time I spent when I was first getting started and how hard I was working. And I remember thinking, gosh, this just doesn't feel like it adds up. Like, it just doesn't feel like it matched up. I mean, my first check, my first, you know, like monthly check was under $6. It was $5 and something. I'm like, well, hot damn. I mean, I could maybe buy a Starbucks if I'm lucky, you know? But the thing is, is later that does kind of flip around and you end up getting paid for a whole lot of things that you actually don't do. So if you work really super hard and and you lay that foundation, but to me, like just kind of adding on to, you know, what you were saying is, you know, the big tip is, is consistency and showing up every freaking day. You know, when you work from home, there is so many wrenches that can be thrown in. There are so many, you know, things that can throw you off, you, you know, your day. If you are following, you know, like a, a DMO kind of guideline, just so you kind of stay on track, but You know, when things happen, you have to move with it. You know, if, if you wake up and you actually feel like crap, you're not feeling well, the kids aren't feeling well, you still kind of got to show up, you know, maybe it's in a different way, but I mean, you know, but, and that is also the beauty of what we do is we can kind of, you know, we can work around how we need to work. You know, I mean, you can work around you can work from your phone. If you're not feeling great, you can lay in your bed. You can work from, you know, your little gadget. You know, where you couldn't do that in the office, you know? I mean, heck, you can work butt naked in bed all day if that's what it takes, you know? But you have to show up. Um, Consistency wins yeah. every and time. I think...
2: And you pointed out like a really good point, Alicia, like if you're not super accountable, find an accountability partner. So that would be a suggestion that I could add to this. Like, if you know, like I'm not a great self-starter, that's not my strong suit. And that's okay. If it's not, it's, it isn't for some people and that's perfectly fine. You have another God-given ability, but if you're not a good, like self-motivator, get motivated, get going. Find an accountability partner. find someone. And this is what I kind of always encourage people to do. Don't find someone like five ranks away from you because what their day looks like is going to be a lot different than yours. Find someone that's one rank ahead of you. Find an accountability partner. That's one rank ahead of you to get an idea of like what they're doing and kind of what that looks like and what the shift into that position looks like, because I think, you know, in every company, there's different responsibilities for each level. Um, so I would encourage find an accountability partner, be real and transparent with them. Hey, Ali, I'm shooting to meet the next, you know, triple diamond platinum status in this company. And I know you're already there. So I was just wondering if maybe you could be my accountability partner. And nine out of ten times, I would almost say nine. 10 out of 10 times, someone's going to say, yeah, sure. I would love to help you. How can I help? You know, whether they're in the same organization, a different organization, but finding accountability partner is okay. You guys, like, I think we all need that. Even the three of us, I know when one of us is like super motivated and just like getting their stuff together and doing this, it it inspires the other two of us. You know what I mean? Because we all have different times and different things going on in our life. And we have a constant chat that we never stop talking to each other but you can see what's going on in people's lives. And like, maybe Allie's like diving super deep and just digging and grinding really hard. That inspires me and motivates me. You know, there's just different seasons going on in each other's lives. Maybe Alicia's going really hard and Ali and I are kind of slacking a little bit because we have other things going on. You know what I mean? I think it takes inspiration from other people a lot of the time too. And, you know, it is in that sort and accountability with each other. And I think that's something that we just naturally do. But, you know, if that's something that you're struggling with, I highly recommend finding finding an accountability partner. And again, looking at like the next rank, not five ranks away, just one simple step up. What does that look like and reaching out to that person?
0: Yeah. And if you're not somebody that like she's saying with the accountability party, if you're not somebody that is a self-starter, this could be really hard for you. If you're, if you're somebody, you know, I only worked and I never worked in quote unquote corporate America, but I did work, you know, like a blue collar job, whatever, whatever you want to call the, the, the positions that I did, Uh, I only did that from the time that I was 15 until I was, I think I quit my job at 23. Yeah. I think I quit when I was 23, 24, something like that. So I didn't do a quote unquote real job for very long. There are people that do this, this, uh, start network marketing much later in life than I did that. Do amazing and get to quit their corporate 20 years at some company type job, 20 years doing a trade type job, and they have you know in in a job a lot of the times it is very clear cut on what what is expected of them and what they are to do and how they are to show up and it is not always clear cut in network marketing what we can do is we can show you what we do we can show you a quick start guide we can show you a call we can get on a team call we could do one on one trainings we can give you a guide we can give you a dmo we can do A lot of things, but at the same time, it isn't a do this, get paid type thing. It's a do this series of things and it will pay off type situation. And so it isn't so clear cut. And so if you're not used to Um, somebody barking orders that you are telling you exactly what is expected of you or exactly what you're supposed to do to get paid, it can be a a tough transition and it can be a confusing transition. And so if you're not a self-starter, this could be really hard for you and not that it's impossible, but just the, what we're trying to do is bring awareness to that so that you can do better than we did because I am a self-starter. I'm somebody that asks a lot of questions. I do my research. I I educate myself. I dig deep and then I go and I don't need somebody pushing me or pulling me to do it because I do it and I still had trouble. So what we're trying to tell you is like, these are the types of things we can provide for you. What is available for you with your team, in our work, the work group, with whatever resources and trainings and, and that you're utilizing, we can provide this stuff for you, but bringing awareness to the fact that this is weird and it's difficult. And it, and to, to the better that you can prepare yourself for the fact that just because you no longer have somebody barking orders at you or a clear cut thing of, of, of operations doesn't mean, that you get to do nothing, in fact, means you need to do more. Uh, but it just looks a little
1: different than what it used to look like. If that makes sense. And let me say too, like, you know, I think, um, you know, a lot of times we get really super discouraged, you know, like if we are building our business, if we are showing up and if, you know, maybe you're trying something and, and, you know, like Ali said, like, you know, um, you know, we, we provide a lot of stuff for you guys, but I'm telling you, and I'm sure both the girls will agree. There are so many things that I've done and that I've tried that completely have failed. I mean, and that's okay. And I think a lot of times people get discouraged and they're like, no, like I tried network marketing or I tried this and it just didn't work and blah, blah, blah. Listen, we're all very successful in this. And I can tell you there are so many times I fell on my freaking face. There are so many times I tried something and it actually sucked and I had to try something else. The thing is, is you want to always fail forward. So if, if you, you know, if you are in the network marketing business and you're showing up and maybe you've tried some things, maybe it didn't work, you know, maybe you grabbed some tools and it just seemed to fail, giving up is the only reason you actually really really will truly fail. If you give up and you stop that's where you fail. Not if you fall down, I'm telling you, like, I never stop trying. I never stop, you know, ideas and learning and growing. And, and really like what we're doing is a big, huge game of follow the leader. Like, that's what it kind of is. You know, you find somebody, you know, um, that's having the success that you want and watch what they do. Success leaves clues. Watch what they do. Mimic what they do follow the leader, you know, like you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can oil it, you can grease it, you can add to it, but the same things that worked then still do work now. Yes. Things are evolving. Social media is involved and things are forever changing, but the basics are still the same. The basics are the same. So to me, like a big tip is, you know, just kind of going off of, you know, adding to, you know, finding that somebody follow the leader, watch what they do And don't be afraid to fall down, you know, don't be afraid to fall down because you're going to, you're going to do something and it's going to suck. Whether it's your first lives, whether it's your first trainings, whether you got this great idea how to market something and it actually just sucks. Congratulations. We've all done it too. I have had some shitty stuff I've tried to do and I'm like, well, I thought that was a good idea, but apparently it wasn't. You learn, you grow, and you keep on moving. That's that's the awesome part. You figure out what works, you figure out what doesn't, you you pay attention and are mindful, you know, for uh, to people that are having the success that you want. And, you know, that's I mean, that's how we learn.
2: Um, I think my next tip I was thinking about this, and this kind of like ties into that. I think I would go with set some non-negotiables up. I think that's really important, especially with families. Like maybe you're a single person living your best life, you're working twenty four seven. I mean, I wouldn't recommend that but I think especially with families and children they're old enough to understand and spouses and things like that definitely set up some non-negotiables in your life. Maybe it's something as simple as like no phone at the dinner table. Maybe it's, you know, quality time from six to 7 PM every night, whatever that looks like setting up non-negotiables that are just super important to you and your family and or your spouse or a, a date night, or we don't bring our phones to this. I think phones, I keep referring back to phones because, you know, I tell people that all the time. I'm like, if ever Matt and I have an issue, it's over the phone. Like he's on it too much. I'm on it too much. Like that that's literally like a serious and I can't help but think it's obviously probably a problem for other people too. Um, just constantly on the phone. So I think for us, that's our biggest thing is like having a non phone time. Maybe it's when you get in bed, whatever that looks like. I know it seems silly and petty, but I think, you know, especially in this business, your phone is the key to your business and we have a hard time like letting that phone go. Um, and constantly, I mean, it's just like a habit, right? We're always on the phone. We can all be in the room together and we're all going to be on our phone. Like it's just a sick, terrible thing that we all do. But I would highly recommend setting up some non-negotiables, especially when it comes to phone time.
0: Yeah, and I know we've talked about this before in the past too, but talking with your kids and your spouse about those those non-negotiables, asking them like, what is important to you, you know, I've spoken about like Darren and I cooking dinner together or being at your kid's baseball game or your daughter's gymnastics or ballet practice. If if they're expecting you, especially if they're old enough to communicate that back with you, if if they're expecting something of you and they ask, you know, I, I really need your time in this area, I really need you and in, in this, I need you to be present in this time, then give that to them, you know, like, again, especially if they're old enough to tell you those things, your husband obviously is old enough to tell you those things, but having that, the more open the line of communication can be, the better, off everybody is going to be. And with a husband, with an older child, if you tell them this is something that is really support, like important to me, and I would appreciate your support and your love on this, then if, if they can't be supportive back, when you ask them that, when you express it to them in that way, Not in an angry way, not when you're mad, not when things are heated, but like in an actual conversation, I need your love and your support on this because it is important to me. Then, if they can't give that back to you, there's a way bigger problem there. And that's something you have to work out yourself. But most people that love you when you sit down and tell them how you actually feel are going to support you. And so, older children, et cetera, with younger children, you know, my day looks. It looks really different than some people's. I I do have four young kids. When Georgia's here, there's five here. Like this coming weekend, we're gonna have Darren's grandson here, so there's gonna be six kids here this weekend, and two of them are one. And it it sometimes is really crazy. So what I'm able to get done this weekend may not be my most productive day. So. I know the rest of the week going into this weekend that I'm going to have to get some shit done this weekend because, or this week going into the weekend, because I'm just going to hope and pray I can get anything done this weekend. So I'm going to do as much as I can and be as intentional with my time and get up a little bit earlier and stay up a little bit later and, and send the kids out to play in the yard while the little ones are napping. I'm going to be working my business. And I think that, that is the key is intentionality with what you're doing and setting aside that separate time of okay I know I have this camping trip coming up I'm going to give my t- my attention to my family the best I can during that time so in these other times that I have available I'm going to be intentional with my business and then communicating that to those people in your life.
2: Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt, communication is probably the single biggest tip I can give. Like, especially the transition, things are going to be weird. Maybe they're not used to you being home. Maybe you're not used to being home. I, I know for me, I found a lot of distractions like, oh, I need to do laundry. Oh, I can start dinner. And then next thing you know, I've done a bunch of house stuff but I haven't spent any time working my business. You know what I mean? So making sure that you don't get caught up in the house stuff, cause that's easy to do, right? Like we all do it, we all fall down that rabbit hole. Next thing you know, you've done three loads of laundry, mopped the floor, cleaned out the cabinets and you've done nothing for your business. So I think, you know, trying to have an idea of some set business hours, I know things get in the way, but you know, from eight to 9am business production, you know, six to seven dinner, nine to 10 personal development, whatever that looks like, having an idea of some goals, I think is super important. And then, you know, at the end of the day, a list of what did you actually accomplish? Not what do you want to accomplish? What did you actually accomplish today? And sometimes that's eye-opening for me. Sometimes like, wow, I didn't accomplish shit today, but I did scrub the toilet. You know what I mean? So I think the accountability to yourself is important as well. Like what did I get done for my business, my team? What does that look like today? I think it's hugely important.
1: Yeah, I do think that's really important. Important. It's very important to point out because balance to me is one of the hardest things. I'm going to be honest with you because, you know, like if I start cleaning and I get on like a cleaning mission, I don't stop. Cause I know if I stop, I'm not going to start, start again. It's, it is hard sometimes to balance, you know, the, the home life, the business life, the, the, you know, um, children. And if you have a spouse or what it's, it is hard to balance, but it is important. And I'll tell you, I fail at it quite often and have to remind myself, okay, 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 okay. I've either been like at the beach way too many days with my kids and literally haven't tended to my business the way it needs to be, or I'm spending way too much time and I need to take a break and go do things with my kids. You know what I mean? It it is hard. It is hard, but I do think that it's important and especially, you know, like if you do have kids speaking up saying, hey, I need you and I need your time. And my kids have, like, you know, I've had different ones through, through, you know, this period of building this business from home that are like, can you put your phone down? Could you like, you know, could we go, you know, spend time or whatever? And I have to catch myself, you know, I'll be like, okay, okay, like it's, you know what I mean? The phone has to go down. Like I have got to take this time. And so I think having like non-negotiable periods you know, I remember when I first started network marketing, I was told that by somebody you need to establish non-negotiable times. So I'm like, why? Like, does not what, you know, I mean, I have always just been a stay at home mom. So I was just used to being with my kids all the time and not, I didn't really understand what, you know what I mean? How much of your day this can actually take. And if you don't have those set times and set periods, it can just get away from you you know? And so I think starting at the beginning, just like I was told, and I didn't quite understand until it just kind of blew up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not organizing my time right. Like I'm not spreading it the way it needs to be is you do need to set those non-negotiable times. You know, your kids deserve to have you away from your business and your business deserves to have you at a hundred percent. You know what I mean? So you need to have those, those times where you're spending with your family and those times where you're just Balls to the wall, set on your business, and and just going at it. But non-negotiable times, I think, are something that you actually have to have. I mean, to make it function well.
2: So I hope you guys can get a good idea of kind of what our days look like, what we recommend, what we don't recommend. Cause we even have some of that thrown in here. Um, I'm excited. I think it's an exciting time for people who are super interested in network marketing. We know of so many women specifically, and I know there's men too, but we're focusing on women that have quit to pursue this full time. And I, I'm super excited in my mind. I know who our first guest is going to be. Um, We haven't asked her yet, but in my mind, I think hers is super encouraging because we had a vision for her and I speak of Allie and I, like we knew she could be like super good at this business and she just didn't quite get it yet. And then she finally like got it and ended up quitting her full-time job to pursue this and school. So I'm super excited. I hope that we get to have her on at some point. I have no doubt that she would hop on and do it with us. So I'm just kind of putting that out there in the universe. And like
0: last month was her first full month with doing the business full-time from home. She enrolled like 150 people. Like I'm not exaggerating. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So That's she's crazy. like the perfect example of doing the exact opposite of what I did. Right. (laughs) Me too.
2: So I think that's super exciting. So I look forward to the next few weeks. We're going to have different women on, different stories, different backgrounds, You know how they got to this point, what it looks like for them, because it looks different for every single one of us. So I'm super excited to dive into this next series. So I hope you guys can take some tips, pointers, some ideas, things to do, and definitely some things not to do from this episode. Make sure you check us out in the Worth the Work group page if you're looking for a little more content. We're always looking for guests. You're kind of like our super fans, if you will. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of A3 Life and we'll see you back next Friday with our first official guest for, you know, working at home now, working your business full time. So y'all have a great week and thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for joining us this week on A3 Life. Make sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram at a the number 3 life inc and check out our online shop at a the number three lifebiz